everyone. Welcome to episode seven of Mind Talks. Um, in today's episode, Ejen and I will be talking to you about financial literacy. And just a quick disclaimer before we start. Both um, Ejen and I, we are both beginners, and we, you know, just started look, looking into these topics ourselves. Um, but nevertheless, we really hope that this episode can give you just, you know, a basic idea of what it's like to start embarking on your own financial journey. And also perhaps spark your curiosity to learn more about this topic. Yeah, so diving right in, um, financial literacy is a pretty big term. But why should we care about investments and managing our money? Well, <laughs> I think we should really care about um, this topic because I think being able to manage our finances. Finance and money is a really important skill to have, and is also a good, not a bad idea to start developing really good habits before we enter full-time work.、Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's really overwhelming to get started. And before I thought that I was always too young, or this is something I don't need to care about until I start working and having an adult job. But I think it's really important to start as soon as we can. Uh, because of compound interest as well, and that essentially is, if we get a percentage of our money returned, kind of like interest, but、um, maybe let's say five percent, and this five percent is compounded every year that we have money in our portfolio. So that is money that we would not have if we just kept our money in our checking account or. Yeah, like under the mattress is not actually saving, and that is also I learned due to inflation because every year our money loses value. I think my parents told me around two to three percent a year. So money that we are just holding on to, thinking that、um, you know it's it's saving money, is actually losing its value every year. So yeah, so knowing all this, it seems like it is a good idea for us to、uh, learn more about this and get started.、Uh, so this is where investment comes in. Right. Yeah, that's very true.、Um, I think regardless of where you invest your money, you're essentially just giving your money to a company or government or other entity in the hope that、um, they will provide you with. More money back in the future, and、um, I think people generally invest money with a specific goal in mind. For example, savings for retirement, for their children's ex- education, a house, and etc. This goes on.、Um, so, what are some things that Ejen you think we need to consider before getting started? Because both you and I are students, and I'm assuming a lot of our audiences are too. And we are pro- probably most of us in debt and is expecting to pay off student loans.、Um, what are some things that we should keep in mind of before we look into this? As always, I don't think it will hurt to educate yourself early, but there are some things to consider. And many people say when you start investing, you should see it as a long-term goal and not to make quick cash. This is money that. We shouldn't need in the next, I would say, three years. So this is a somewhat long-term commitment.、Um, so things t- to consider before 
we put this money so in my mind I don't even think of it as money anymore I'm not going to see it in, for the next while it's not this money does not include the money that I will need to survive so that will be an emergency fund um, people say this tends to be how much money you need to live for the for about three months um I guess everyone's situation is different uh, in my case I am still living at home so I do have the luxury of having my parents almost as my emergency fund uh, so I'm still very dependent but um some other things that people consider is are they in debt uh, and when do they expect or when do they need to pay back their loan so I guess for student loans for us right now as students still so we don't need to pay back our loan but when we do there is interest in uh, the money that we borrow so I would say trying to pay off debt as soon as we can and especially credit card debt which can rack up quite a lot of interest and the money that you can make in your investment the percentage probably will not outweigh the percent of interest you're paying off debt so yeah I think going in with the mindset that this is a long-term commitment and this is money that I will not need in the near future before we start our investment journey. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think we um, should keep in mind that this money, once we put it into some sort of investment, that we won't be able to use it in the short term, at least. Um, and I remember first looking into, you know, starting my own investment and managing my money. And it just feels super overwhelming because there's just so much things that I don't know and everything is seems very complicated. What are some of the things that you did, Ijin, uh, when you get started? Like how did you educate yourself on things like this? Yeah, so I actually so we're we are recording this episode around end of March and I just started um looking into this during our winter break after exams. Um, so I am also very, very new. But how I got started was um, with a lot of resources out there on YouTube and Reddit. Um, there's a subreddit called Personal Finance Canada and that a lot of there's a lot of um, beginners on there like students like us who are just wondering how to get started. And there's many people on there to answer your questions and to point you in the, in the right direction because YouTube sometimes is a really, really broad. There's so many different resources and a lot of them are catered towards Americans and Canadians have it a little bit different as always. Um, there's also Wealth Simple, uh, which is Canadian and they have a dedicated blog post which breaks down uh, investment and saving and many different areas of financial literacy. And I would just read them and learn as much as I can and maybe like even write down uh, some definitions to terms because there are a lot. Um, and yeah, just learning slowly and also talking to friends and family who have more experience. So what are some of those important terms Mm -hmm. So I still don't know a lot of them, but even diving into like the world of stock investment, which I think is the means by which most people choose to invest. Um, there are a lot of different places where you can invest even in stock. So 
um, all I knew about before was buying individual stock, like hearing people talk about GameStop stock and Tesla. Um, but these are all individual stocks that we can we can choose to buy uh, by opening a like a like an investor trade account. Uh, but there are other options like like uh, robo advising and ETFs, government bonds, and the list goes on. <laughs> so yeah, it is a really quite overwhelming field, but I think learning more about it slowly and also like deciding on which is definitely not the direction you want to go to will narrow down your scope a lot. Um, obviously the world of investing is huge and we just talked about some terms that are specific to the stock market, but of course there's different areas uh, such as real estate is one that we know about. So since there's so many, how do we choose what is best for us and, uh, and our lifestyles? Yeah, that's a really good point. Because for me, compared to my dad, who's like, yeah, given like the typical kind of lifestyle of students watching his stocks every second, literally, are there other options? Mm. Yeah, and for me as well, like, I always thought the world of stock investment was what my dad was doing. Uh, so that's um, trading stock and just listening to people give like their reports for the day and to choose which ones I'm going to trade tomorrow. Um, that does not need to be all that stock investment is. Um, there are many other options. I'm sure many people know about getting a financial advisor. Uh, that can usually be done through your bank, a risk level. So a higher risk level means they will choose more I guess, volatile stocks, so ones that grow faster, but also have the potential to decrease faster. Or, and then the lower risk is more stable, like the government bonds, which are guaranteed, but less return. Um, so yeah, so knowing this, of course, there are pros and cons to each option. Um, I think for students, like the DIY approach, the trading, individual trading is people's full-time job and they have a lot of training, which we do not have. And they have a lot of inside knowledge, which we do not have. So yeah, I think this ultimately comes down to doing your own research, weighing the pros and cons and finding which one works the best for our lifestyle. So yeah, which one do you think you would prefer? I would prefer one that is definitely less time consuming and also lower risk just because I feel like that's just my personality. I'm pretty conservative and I'm scared um, mm -hmm. of taking risks. And also feel like that as students, maybe it's not strong financial support or base. Mm -hmm. That's totally fair. And that's how I thought in the beginning, but then learning more about this topic uh, by the resources that we listed above. Um, we actually learned that when the earlier you start, you can actually have a more high risk portfolio because you have time. I learned that my financial portfolio will definitely be, it's better to have a higher risk portfolio at a younger age because you have more time before 
for example, uh, retirement. So my portfolio will definitely be different than my mom's portfolio, uh, just because I can afford to take bigger risks. And if something happens like a, like a market crash, like what happened last March when the pandemic hit, I have time to wait it out and not have to take out the money right away. And yeah, but of course, like kind of going into what we said before, like developing those habits, just <laughs> learning to not be afraid and suddenly pull out when it crashes because technically you won't lose unless you pull out. I just got started in my portfolio and I've always thought that at our age, we actually have more risk than say at our parents' age. But then I feel even more compelled to look further into this and potentially uh, expanding and being more creative with the way that I'm, I guess, managing my money. Because right now, I basically just gave all of my money to my mom and she put this all of this money in a TSFA account and we have someone at the bank that that we pay that just manages all, all of this money for us and then my dad he really likes to and he literally treats it like a part-time if not full-time job yeah it's it, it's a similar story um in my family uh i guess two extremes like my dad is quite hands-on and very passionate and my mom is also pretty passionate. I've learned a lot from her, but she's more muted and more realistic, I guess, uh, with her expectations. Uh, stocks that monitor his own like stock trading. Our money goes into. Um, but I also learned like financial advisors. A lot of them also there will be higher management fees, of course, than managing your money yourself, and that's something to keep in mind. And I also think it can be fun to learn more about it. Ultimately, like, also want to be able to sleep at night and not, you know, worry when, like, the GameStop situation exploded. And I just didn't want to worry about that. So I think for, like, the best strategy for myself is picking some, I guess it can be more risky, but doing your research, just going in with the open mindset that, yeah, like, this money, it might drop and I might like end up losing or quote unquote losing, but it's just staying committed and not freaking out when it drops and just sticking it out because yeah, time is, time is in our favor when we are young students and we're starting out. Yeah, I 100% agree with um, what you said, Eugen. I think also for us, um, because we literally just started looking into this, this field, and there is a lot of potential and other opportunities and things that we still have to learn about. And today, you know, we kind of just scratched the, the top, the surface of this very intricate and complicated system. And we also hope that our audience are able to take away something helpful um, or even just something that sparked your curiosity to learn more about this topic and thank you very much for your time we'll see you next episode